What's up, everybody, and welcome back to a new season of Live Hangouts. To hear Keeps It Too Real, a podcast for Black mental health. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to my two previous seasons. Like I said in some of the episodes previously that you've been hearing, I've been trying to figure out the direction of this podcast to see where we fit in. I've been talking to a few of my uh, syndication partners, you know, business stuff behind this to see like where we can really take this. Season three is going to still feature me. I'm not going to bring in any doctors or anything else right now. People said they kind of like just listening to a black person talk about being black you know and that's what i kind of want to focus on so the last episode in season two was black and suicidal i feel like i wanted to end on a really really serious aggressive kind of in your face kind of way because i am trying my best to remove the stigmas of brown suicide and mental health what i just learned was even when we say commit suicide it's like wrong we have to say died by suicide because there's a lot of people that try to commit suicide and are unsuccessful That made me stop to break down every small aspect of things that could possibly lead to a person wanting to take their own life, making a plan, suicidal ideation. Personally, in my own life, I've been going through a lot of weird emotions. Like I'll be on a plane, traveling somewhere. I feel happy, like I'm excited about where I'm going, but then tears would come. So I'm like, I know I've been overwhelmed. I know like I'm always playing. I'm a bigger judge on myself in my life than I am on anybody else because I'm an entrepreneur and a lot of the things that I create come from my mind. So when you make things, you never really, there is nobody to judge between yourself and God really, you know? So you always spend a lot of time in that space. I'm aware of that already. I'm aware of my bipolar disorder. I'm aware of certain triggers in my own life. I'm, I'm outside of that though, right? And I'm like, well, what is it? What is it? I don't feel suicidal. That's an extreme but I know it, we all start in these kinds of same spaces. It, it all starts the same, like, hmm, a prolonged feeling. It made me stop to, to really wait and create this content until I actually had an answer for myself. Because I could be a person up here preaching and telling you guys what we should do and whatever. I always got to present information to you guys from a real space. So I stopped in my own life to figure out, well, what is it that's triggering the... And the word came, frustration. So the title of this episode is going to be Frustration possibly one of our triggers and i'm gonna just start using keywords and possibly one of our triggers for the rest of this season so here we go thank you guys again for tuning in if you like this content please share it on your social media profiles so more people can find it let's do this Now, you know, as a black person, there's tons of things for us to be frustrated about. I mean, just being black. I think I've been saying since George Floyd, being black in America is a mental health disorder. And there's no way that the powers that be white people are ever going to see that because they're the proponents of our stress. Frustration, by definition, is an emotional response to stress. It's a common feeling that everyone will experience in their life. Black people experience it more in the United States because of their skin color. Some people experience frustration in short term, like a long wait in the grocery store. But for others, frustration can be long term. We are the third, or maybe some may argue the fourth, if we add in Gen Z and Generation Alpha, fifth generation of descendants of slaves inside the United States, whereas we live with the same laws and things like that. Obviously, George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, or Maude Arbery, um, Kim Potter, that's the story that came out today. She's getting two years for killing uh, Duante. Right? So we have a lot of things that we, we know why we have frustration. The stressors can be according to that specific individual. And common stressors that lead to frustration are listed stress at work, pursuing a goal that you can't attain, and trying to solve a problem and not finding a solution. So I think we're getting a little closer to understanding why black people in this country can be deemed crazy 
Because, I mean, why shouldn't we be? As we continue on and saying where we have feelings of frustration, we continue pursuing a goal without any result. Frustration can lead to other emotions that affect your well-being and mental health. So it's like frustration on the on the surface level, like when we go out to march for Black Lives Matter, it's like Black Lives Matter. Yes, there's frustration. That's what kind of drives us, right? Anger and these types of emotions, what actually gets people, human beings, to move and to activate. It's like a understandable frustration. Organizing creating a march, writing signs, coming out, or documenting it like I do with my brand and a bunch of us here at Black Lives Matter are just here for the media and the journalism. That's why we'll take the hit when it comes to, oh, why'd you share that story? It's like, well, it happened. You know what I mean? CNN's not going to share it, so we have to, you know? Wherever we all fit in. It's understandable frustration. Different to people who are like Oprah Winfrey. Different to people who are like Whoopi Goldberg. Their level of frustration is much different than my level of frustration because... They've been fighting the same fight for a lot longer. These are the types of things they said. Once you're dealing with frustration for a prolonged time, the other mental health and emotional stressors that come. Loss of confidence, anger, aggressive behavior, irritability, depression. Frustration can also come from internal and external sources. A helpful part of understanding our daily frustrations is how psychologists kind of frame it is to recognize if your frustration is internal or external. Now we understand recognizing where our triggers are. You got to get down to the source, understanding why you feel what you feel. We all kind of know that now. We got to dig deeper, right? None of the shit that we put on social media and all this bullshit is the surface version of us. We get to go deeper when we deal with our emotions because that's, only, that's the only way we can really get to the true source of what's been really causing us. So that's kind of where we're dealing with frustration. I'm going to break down uh, maybe examples of internal frustration versus external frustration. All of these in turn can lead to someone wanting to eventually kill themselves. really good time in the podcast to insert something that I found when I was reading President Obama's book A Promised Land. Even President Obama who I look up to is like our version of like Jesus Christ I swear can deal with frustration and get rattled and if a man like him could still keep his composure there's a lot that we can learn from. This is from page 351 A Promised Land The Good Fight. Seven days after leaving Washington my team climbed back onto Air Force One worn out and already to return home. I was in the plane's front cabin, about to catch up on some sleep, when Jim Jones and Tom Do- Donnellan walked in to brief me on a developing situation involving an issue that I'd never been asked during the campaign. Pirates? Pirates, Mr. President, Jones said, off the coast of Somalia. They boarded a cargo ship con- captained by an American and appeared to be holding the crew hostage. This problem wasn't new. For decades, Somalia had been had been a failed state, a country on the Horn of Africa, carved up and shared uneasily by various warlords, clans, and more recently, a vicious terrorist organization called Al-Shabaab. Without the benefit of a functioning economy, gangs of jobless young men equipped with motorized skivs, AK-47s, and makeshift ladders had taken to board in commercial vessels, traveling the busy shipping route, connecting Asia to the south, to the west via the Suez Canal, and holding them for ransom. This was the first time an American flagship was involved. We had no indication that the four Somalis had harmed any members of the 20-person crew, but Secretary Gates had ordered that the Navy destroyer USS Bainbridge and the freight gate USS Halliburton to the area, and they were expected to have the hijacked vessel 
within their sights by the time we landed in Washington. We'll wake you, sir, if there are any further developments, Jones said. Got it, I said, feeling the wariness I'd staved off for the past few days starting to settle into my bones. Also wake me if the locusts come, I said, or the plague. Sir, Jones paused. Just a joke, Jim. Good night. And there you have President Obama dealing with frustration. <laughs> so, yes, we're moving right along. So I wanted to talk more about frustration. Um, like we're trying to trace the link between the trigger points to suicidal when you have suicidal ideation in the space that you are right now, like right in that mental space using frustration they said the aftermath of a, of a frustrating occurrence may lead to many emotional and effective responses such as acute stress lasting anger sadness and rage now i think specifically what i said in the beginning of this podcast in the first segment that being black in america is already a mental health kind of thing especially living in the days of george floyd it's kind of like when one of us dies on the street like that and we're in the headlines say black lives matter and we know any of us could have been on the street like that even though it wasn't any of us it was george it just feels more the anger and the understanding when you watch people breaking down the the cnn doors on tv on cnn it's perpetuated through how we how we feel it's a lasting anger the relationship between frustration and aggression is that the frustration could stem from a variety of factors from personal problems to societal issues frustration can also lead to negative self-talk that includes a negative spiral of thinking leading to more aggressive behaviors so the lasting anger to me is really a big it's stronger than stress and i say sadness and rage because when something is prolonged i think we've seen it we've seen a human being go from regular minded to prolonged in the same situation and they're not the same we see it in domestic violence we see it in child abuse you have a kid that's super super bubbly 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 next thing you know the teachers recognize in school that they're not as bubbly we go now we follow a report we now go send a person to the house we find out this kid's not even getting food they're losing weight. We didn't know that they weren't eating food. They were scoffing down the lunch. Now we see it. It's prolonged. The first two weeks, we didn't notice any difference. The kid was hungry in the first two weeks. but well, we couldn't tell. It's the same thing with our mental health. And like I'm saying, I'm talking to you guys individually, right? You can pull yourself from the brink. A lot, I know a lot of people don't believe in mental health. They don't believe in drugs, right? We take a lot of party drugs, street drugs, marijuana, whatever. I'm a big marijuana advocate. I also think that psychoeducation is important too. That's why I'm here. So frustration leads to aggression, prolonged anger leads to, oh my God. So it's like, imagine yourself in between two walls, right? One wall, your back is against the wall and then the other wall is coming towards you. I feel like people commit suicide when they're stuck between that wall and there literally are no options. Anxiety is a living version of feeling in between that wall. That's why people like, I couldn't even pick up my phone because I was so anxious. It is heavy like that, you know, it's super heavy. And I love full circle moments. So this is one here, closing out this podcast. So we just talked about anger and being black as a mental health. The first episode on this podcast is called Anger Versus Woke. I started this podcast because I was so fucking angry. You understand? But I had to use that frustration and anger for something good. I made a mental health podcast, right? So you see my full circle moment here. We're in episode one of season three. I started this podcast a month after, I think a couple of weeks after George Floyd was murdered on the streets i've been marching since trayvon martin i graduated with the criminal justice thing telling my um 
basically who the dean the criminal justice system is broken in america from top to bottom and i think that we should do something to fix it that was in 2010 2009 basically because i was undergrad and i had to write a thesis 2010 you know what i mean it's been a long time we've been here for a while but like john lewis like martin luther king like rosa parks and all those walk before me we're not done mental health we got this too Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll be back for more.